Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. And how is everyone today? Are we all well? Yes? Well, I hope so. I've got a grumpy face. I can see that grumpy face right in the back there. Can you see it? Oh, no. We need that smile turning up or that frown, sorry, turning upside down. Yes, we do. You, I'm talking to. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. None of my listeners have got frowns or sulky faces. They've all got smiley faces and they're all happy, which is lovely to know. So, how are you? Are we all good? Are we all excited to know whether they rescue Whiskers the Puscat? I know I am. I'm looking forward. I don't know. The same as you. I do not know. So, let's get on and find out. Here goes. So, if you remember, <clears throat> they were having to go down. At midnight to meet Binky um, in the playroom to go and rescue from Witch Kiri Kiri. So we are on chapter nine now and it's called The Witch Kiri Kiri. So mm, if you're settled comfortably, the children dressed themselves again after they had been to bed and slept. Molly had a little alarm clock and she set it for a quarter to twelve, so they awoke in good time for their adventure. <laughs> Binky was waiting for them. We can't go in the wishing chair, he said. It hasn't grown its wings again. I think it's asleep because it gave a tiny snore just now. <laughs> How funny, said Molly. Oh, Binky, I do feel excited. Come on, said the pixie. There's no time to lose if we want to catch the underground train. He led the children to a big tree at the bottom of the garden. He twisted a piece of the bark and a door slid open. There was a narrow staircase in the tree going downwards. Molly and Peter were so surprised to see it. Go down the stairs, Binky said to them. I'll just shut the door behind us. They climbed down and came to a small passage. Binky joined them and they went along it until they came to a big turnstile where a solemn grey rabbit sat holding a bundle of tickets. We want tickets for which Kiri Kiris, said Binky. The rabbit gave them three yellow tickets and set, let them through the turnstile. There was a little platform beyond with a railway line running by it. Almost at once... A train appeared out of the darkness. Its lamps gleamed like two eyes. There were no carriages, just open trucks with cushions in. The train was very crowded and the children and Binky found it difficult to get seats. Gnomes, brownies, rabbits, moles, elves and hedgehogs sat in the trucks, chattering and laughing. The two hedgehogs had a truck to themselves, for they were so prickly that no one wanted to sit by them. The train set off with much clattering. It stopped at station after station, and at last came to one labelled Kiri Kiri Station. Binky and the children got out. 
Kiri Kiri is such a rich and powerful witch that she has a station of her own, explained Binky. Now, listen, this is my plan. It's no use us asking the witch for whiskers, our cat. She just won't let us have her. And it's no use trying to get her by magic because the witch's magic is much stronger than mine. We must get her by a trick. What trick? asked the children. Well, we'll creep into her little garden, said Binky, and we'll make scrapey noises on the wall like mice. We'll squeak like mice too, and the witch will hear us and send whiskers out to catch the mice. Then we'll get her, run back to the station and catch the next train home. What a great plan, said Peter. It's so simple too. It can't go wrong. Famous last words. <laughs> Shh, said Binky, pointing to a large house in the distance. That's Kiri Kiri's house. They had left the station behind and had come up into the open air again. The moonlight was bright enough to show them the road and they could see everything very clearly indeed. They slipped inside the witch's wicket gate. You go to that end of the house and I'll go to the other, said Binky. So Peter and Molly crept to one end and began to scratch against the wall with bits of stick, whilst Binky did the same the other end. Then they squeaked as high as they could, exactly like mice. They heard a window being opened and saw the witch's head outlined against the lamplight. Mice again, she grumbled. Hey, whiskers, come here. Catch them, catch them. <clears throat> whiskers jumped down into the garden. The witch slammed down the window and drew the blind. Molly made a dash for the big black cat and lifted her into her arms. Oh, Whiskers purred, nineteen to the dozen, and rubbed her soft head against Molly's hand. Binky and Peter came up in delight. The plan worked beautifully, said Peter. Come on, let's go to the station. And then a most unfortunate thing happened. Peter fell over a bush and came down with a loud clatter on the path. At once, the window flew up again and Kiri Kiri looked out. She shouted a very magic-sounding word and slammed the window down again. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, groaned Binky at once. What's the matter? asked Molly, scared. She's put a spell around the garden, said the pixie. We can't get out. She'll find us here in the morning. Can't get out, said Peter, going to the gate. What nonsense. I'm going anyway. But although he opened the gate, he couldn't walk out. It was as if there was an invisible wall all around the garden. The children couldn't get out anywhere. They forced their way through the hedge, but still the invisible wall seemed to be just beyond. There was no way of getting out at all. Whatever shall we do? asked Molly. We can't do anything, said Binky gloomily. Peter was awfully silly to go and fall over like that, just when we had done everything so well.
I'm terribly sorry, said poor Peter. I do wish I hadn't. I didn't mean to. Well, we'd better go and sit down in the porch, said Binky, who was shivering. It's warmer there at least. They sat huddled together in the porch, and Molly took whiskers on her knee, saying she would make a nice hot water bottle. They were nodding off to sleep, for they were all very tired, when Whiskers suddenly began to snarl and spit. The children and Binky woke up in fright. They saw something flying around the garden like a big black bird. Molly stared, and then she leapt up and whispered as loudly as she dared, It isn't a bird! It's the wishing chair! It's come to find us! Binky gave a chuckle of delight. He ran to the chair and took hold of it. Come on, he said to the others. The only way out of this bewitched garden is by flying up and up. We can't get out any other way. The wishing chair is just what we want. They all got into the chair. Whiskers was on Molly's knee. The chair flapped its wings, rose up into the air and flew almost as high as the clouds. (laughs) <laughs> what will old Kiri Kiri say in the morning when she finds no one in her garden, not even whiskers, giggled Binky. She'll think she's been dreaming. I wish I could see her face. The chair flew to the playroom. The children said goodnight to Binky and with whiskers in her arms, Molly ran with Peter up the path to the house. They were soon in bed and asleep. As for whiskers, you may be sure... She never went to sleep in the wishing chair again. (laughs) So, there we are. They did manage to rescue the cat. Oh, I'm so happy. Um, So, I hope you enjoyed that story. Um, And I hope you will come and join me again for one tomorrow. Yeah? Yay. Um... I forgot what I was going to say then. Dear me, my mind went blank. Oh, that's not good. Um, So, you have an amazing, amazing day. And I will find another story for tomorrow. And then we'll have um, another chapter of The Wishing Chair the next day. What do you think? Or, if you would prefer The Wishing Chair tomorrow, send me a message and let me know. So, I am going to go because I've got to go to work, I'm afraid. And you all have a lovely, lovely day. Whatever you've got to do, make sure that you have fun doing it. Make sure that you are good while you're doing it. And take care and stay safe, most of all. Okay? And I will see you all, hopefully, tomorrow where we'll read another story. So, I all is left for me to say is bye for now.